everyone and welcome to Weekend Rental episode 76. We are your gaming geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Nate. Hey, what's going on, guys? All right. If you enjoy our podcast, you can find other great podcasts, articles, and more over at geekade.com. What's your geek? All right. Let's kick off episode 77. We are going to get back into... The classic, uh, the the initial opening segment that we did for a long time, uh, Byron Burn. So if you are unfamiliar with this segment of the podcast, if you're a new listener, what we do is we, we select three games, we play them all individually, and we give our opinions as to which ones we would personally buy, rent, or burn. Uh, we've gone we've gone kind of a challenging route this go-round. We've decided to go with the Mega Man games, um, and more notably the, the NES ones. So we played uh, Mega Man 2, 3, and 4, and uh, now I guess we have to distinguish between them to decide which is, which is, the, which is the best. It's kind of tough. They blur together. Yeah, I really feel like this was something uh, at first was going to be very easy, but now playing them sequ- sequential- sequentially? Is that the word? I don't even know. If that's the word, it... It made it way more difficult to kind of <laughs> distinguish for sure. Yeah, they kind of run together in some ways, I think. But uh, so if you play them back to back to back, it's tough to really, uh, really differentiate their quality that much. But I think there is some, there's some things that you can point to for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like elements from each. I mean, it builds. Over the course of those three games, it builds upon what now is in sense has been the standard Mega Man formula as far as power-ups and moves. Uh, but maybe we can start off talking about two, I guess, and work our way to the other ones. Um, so two, I feel like, is the Mega Man that most people got introduced to. Um, it certainly sold better than the first one. And um, you could tell that out of these three, it was it was definitely... The oldest, um, the colors, while good, and the handling, while good, um, just didn't look um, as updated as some of the later entries in the NES. Uh, this one added nothing new from the original, did it? I think it's just the standard move set you had from one. Am I mistaken? A in that? sliding, right? That's three. Oh, okay. Or four? I can't remember. One of them? No, three, because then four adds the Mega Buster. Okay. Or wait, or maybe I'm backwards. I, we see this is the problem. <laughs> They're all the damn same. One of them, but yeah, either three or four adds the slide, and either three or four then adds the Mega Buster on top. I think it might be four. Yeah, four, the four is the Buster. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think there's anything new in two. Was Russian two? Well, I mean two. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really anything new besides choosing your your bosses in two, right? You couldn't do that in the first one. Could you? See, I don't know. I haven't gone back and played the original in a while. God, we are the worst people to be talking about Mega Man. Yeah, I thought you could. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. No, there was there was a clear difference, but I can't remember. Anyways, we're talking about two, three, four. We're not talking about one, guys. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think the, the clear distinction here with Mega Man 2 is that, that 
<clears throat> opening cutscene and jingle is probably the most iconic in probably all of video gaming or up there. Uh, that that intro sequence and song is burned into everyone's brains that grew up with a Nintendo as a kid. Whether or not you like the game. Yeah, for sure. You could just uh, keep that song on and just keep that yeah. rocking. I will say, and I don't know if it's because I've spent the most time with two out of all of these, uh, but that one definitely is the most forgiving in terms of like level design and challenge, I find. Um, mm, I was able I to get know. through about half the bosses um, without much difficulty in my playthrough, and I beat none in the other two games as I was trying. Keep in mind, I suck at Mega Man, but I don't know why. I have a lot easier time with two. I think there's easier levels in in two, but I think there's harder levels in two. So I think it there's it spikes too much, where the other ones are much more kind of in the middle. Really, I felt like the other the other two were just spanking me like horrendously. Yeah, I got worse as I went. So two, I'm very very familiar with. That's I mean, like you said, it, it gets the most recognition because it was so. Um, just ahead of its time compared, especially compared to the first one that didn't get a lot of recognition. And, um, so I, I started actually on Mega Man one with my brother. He, he's the one that got me into it. And then as two came out, it blew my mind. And, um, you know, I think the more I play it and there's definitely nostalgic value to it for me, but the more I play it, the easier it seems to be. Um, and I'm just really familiar with what's going to happen next. The bosses, you know, if you go after the, is it metal man right away? Once you get that, uh, you're pretty golden for, for a majority of the game. (laughs) Um, but once you go out of, of that, like moving into three, it's like, I feel like it just got exponentially more difficult. Just, you know, three, four, I, I couldn't get through any stages on three and four. Yeah, I think the thing with me with three was like, we might as well just bounce around from here on out because we're already like, <laughs> I don't know how you def- like talk about one of these without talking about the others. But like, I think three, like the biggest difference to me was that graphical fidelity got really good. Um, they You could tell they added a lot more detail into the backgrounds and stuff. The only thing that I didn't understand was why that one didn't have a cooler cutscene uh, at the intro. Like it, it was just the one of the three that we played that just had nothing. I think it was just his helmet and then a jingle at a at a menu, which seemed really yep. odd. I mean, why put in all the effort to make the game, <clears throat> you know, behind it so much more detailed and then just skimp on that part? Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if it was just a just what they could pip, you know figure out as far as like uh, sprites on the screen or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, they were all released, you know, following years, right? I don't think there was a real, yeah. a, a real gap between any of them. Yeah, No, I, think, I think, so. think it was sequential, yeah. Yeah, and then... It'd be I, like a Mega Man 21 right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and then three, like, I felt like the mid-bosses got, like, they really went for the mid-bosses, and a lot of them kind of sucked. Um, yeah, I think so that was like the bad. hardest part. 
like right. just getting through those. And then you had to do, you know, a couple small things to get to the final boss. And by the time you got to the boss, you were very low on health pretty much. Yeah. And then I think, you know, what I got out of four was four was that graphical fidelity carried forward difficulty amped up. And then what annoys me with it is, you know, once they give you the mega buster, they pretty much give even the most minuscule enemies like a 10 shot hit, which means if you're not constantly running with a charged buster, you're going to just get screwed or have a sore thumb. So I didn't appreciate that. I think that was a change they didn't necessarily have to make. Yeah, Again, I, I couldn't beat any first. of those levels, so I guess I can't really tell you. <laughs> yeah, I think the Charge Buster was definitely the first thing that was like, oh, well, now I have to play the game while this might holding a button down the whole time, and it's just, yeah. And you're trying to, yeah, you're trying to keep it charged and then also, like, curl your thumb to jump. <laughs> that, I mean, oh, it's so frustrating that... I mean, I love the NES, but just having two buttons was so frustrating to, uh, you know, to still operate as Mega Man. I mean, ultimately, it's just a crazy platformer. Um, you know, one thing that always sticks out in uh, Mega Man 2 for me was when, uh, I can't even remember what level it is, uh, but when you, it might be the heat stage, when you have to jump on the bricks on timing... Oh. Oh, I don't sucks. know how many times I've gone through that and you, uh, and then all of a sudden, Oh, I got it. And then all of a sudden you have to jump up before the next one yeah. pops up or else you're, you're screwed and falling in the lava. I think that, uh, as a kid, Oh my gosh, that was, that was rage, rage beyond belief on, on yeah. that level. And I mean, even as an adult, I think I tried streaming it one time and it i was just stuck on that and it was really really embarrassing because you fly through everything else and then all of a sudden (laughs) it's yeah never mind this game's way too hard for this yeah i think that's what i mean by the huge spikes because all of these have that you know disappearing block thing but heat man's in that second one is way longer than any of the other games like you have to do it a long time to get it through all the way through and, you know, you look at, like, Quick Man and all those, like, laser beams. Like, you, that's just memory. You're going to die a billion times before you figure out the exact path through there. Because you got to nail that perfectly. And that's yeah. just, yeah. That's just, uh, that's a death toll you got to take. Yeah. I wish I could add more to that conversation, but I, I hit so few bosses in those later games, I can't really say. Yeah, because I'm not a real gamer. So I, I believe I was doing a little research because we should have known this, but in three is when they released the sliding ability. Okay, so I think right. three, and then they also released was Rush the dog in that one because I, I don't think Rush was in the second one. No. So rush that little canine was was in three. Yeah, that sounds right. I think four had the coolest opening segment. Also, to just give it props for that, like that was really cool, like the train and everything, and Mega Man. Proto Man. 
Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It, it, Mega Man games are so great because of the environmental platforming, I think. It's just like all the little different weird gimmicks in each level are tied to, you know, the theme of that level, which is pretty cool. And they're so, you know, if you just put them next to each other, they're probably not all that different. But since they're tied to the theme, I think that's pretty cool. You know, gravity and, you know, bubbles or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and the platforms, and yeah, there's a lot of neat stuff. The level design is always pretty good and varied. They do a good job with that. Even if they do kind of a bad job naming <clears throat> the villains, even in the short <laughs> series up to the point we were playing it, like some of those are just dumb. Oh, they don't get much better after this either. <laughs> no. I do love it, though, that you just know... Especially like Mega Man 1 through 6. I know they've kind of wavered a little bit um, as time went on. But you knew what you were going to get. It wasn't, you know, once they did like Mega Man 2 and 3, any Mega Man that came out, yeah, there was little differences here and there, but you knew what you were going to get. Great music, tough platforming, tough bosses, and, um, and really just not a whole lot of disappointment with those games. And so... For my parents, it was very easy for them to purchase because they knew, okay, Nate loves Mega Man, so he's going to probably be able to play this game and we're not going to have to return it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as far as the, the marketing aspect of it, they they did a pretty good job of not wavering um, not wavering from it. Yeah, once, once they got rid of that uh, man with a gun on the first cover. <laughs> was that a man? <laughs> That was my man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I've said it before on the podcast, but like I completely missed Mega Man <clears throat> growing up. Like I just never had a friend who had it or was into it. And I discovered it later as I started collecting in my teens. So were you I ever aware of it though as a kid? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I got more into it on Mega Man X. Like that was sure. the first one I invested a lot of time into. And like I knew Mega Man was like a cool game i just hadn't really had hands on with it and not having an nes myself and the super nes being my first like console that i purchased that's kind of where i got you know my introduction huh yeah i know i definitely rented them but yeah i never owned them i don't think any of my friends really had them which is weird i mean they've they were pretty popular games. They were on Nintendo Power or covers all the time, you know? Yeah, they, I mean, they used to do uh, competitions in the Nintendo Powers to name the, the villains. And yeah. you would uh, draw them out. I mean, the names are a little a little annoying after a while. There's <laughs> running out of things. You know, someone sitting in a laundry room being like, oh, that's, you know, Vacuum Man. Let's call him that. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just find... Uh, find a household appliance and just put man at the end of it. <laughs> Garbage disposal man. <laughs> they should have put woman. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> woman. Wow, that's good. Is, man, what is would be there her a superpower? Robot master? I don't There's even know. There's nothing I can say there that's going to be appropriate. 
No, this game is sexist. This game's sexist. Mm-hmm. No ladies allowed. Is, that's true. Well, I mean, they usually are the damsels in distress, I guess, if you want to count that. I don't think that's probably a good stereotype, though. There's no ladies yeah. in Mega Man. None until... I thought there was, like, in four, isn't there, like, a clip of a girl? Maybe I'm thinking of another game. Oh, that, you know uh, what I'm confusing it with? I was playing a whole bunch of Snow Brothers. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> rescue you rescue princesses. Yeah. My bad. It's been a couple yeah. weeks since we played these, since we delayed our, our analysis of these games <laughs> a little bit longer than we had anticipated. And I'm old, so I forget things. Yeah. I don't recommend playing them in order, though, in one sitting. No. Um, I definitely need some space in between the games. I played them in a row. Okay, I've played two. Okay, three. It just it got worse and worse and worse for me. It started making me hate Mega Man, <laughs> which is never a good situation. Kind of like when we did the, the Mario Kart. Um, oh, see, I, I liked that one. That that was your jam? I mean, I think it helped that I don't suck at those. So this was just like torture for me. And I knew going in that I was going to suck, but it was very defeating by the fourth game in the series. Yeah, I definitely had the same experience. Once I got to the fourth game and you hit the mini boss and it was just like game over every time. Yeah. Well, just like I got... Was it? I think it's the fourth game. Maybe it's the third game. Whichever one has that snake level, where you like go up the ladder, and then there's just four snakes that just spit like their ammo <laughs> at you as soon as you get up the ladder. And I was just like, "Fuck this game!" <laughs> I was so pissed at that screen because there's no way to avoid getting hit. <sighs> yeah, I think it's uh, Mega Man Three, the giant yeah. snakes. Yeah. Well, we know it's not Nate's pants. Hey, hey. <laughs> it was a good one. Uh, you know, a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Brandon, he he was texting me over, I can't even remember, quite some time ago. And he was talking about how he uh, grinded through one through X. What is the last one on the Super Nintendo? X3, 4, three, X3, yeah. Yeah. And I think he was doing it all in a weekend. Man. So, I can't imagine that being a great situation. That's determination more than I got. I just couldn't do it. Not without cheating. I would need codes and save states. So you played it on the mini? I did not. <laughs> I, when I was playing it for these, I actually played the collection on the PS4. Oh. I had save states. I just didn't use them. <clears throat> that's the other thing with these games, too, is like I hate like the boss rush at the end. Like I know that's part of the formula, but... I've always considered like beating all of the bosses the actual like I won. Yep. I don't need yep. to redo That's it all again. Yeah. It's annoying. When I was a kid and got to that point on uh the second one, I thought I beat the game. I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it and all of a sudden <laughs> Wiley's uh uh, castle or whatever shows up and then my heart just sank when I realized what it was and it's just <laughs> starting all over again essentially just a big screw you yeah it's not it, uh an accepted practice anymore but back then they sure they sure liked the boss rush as a way to get more value out of a game yeah especially i think was it the third one they brought in 
you fight like basically the corpse of the second bosses. Oh, really? In the second game, yeah. Like they Yikes. turn some robots in to the bosses from the second game, and you have to fight them there. But I, I think they're a lot right. weaker. Crazy. I've never bu- beaten three. I I haven't really beaten anything besides one and two. Man, see, I thought one was really hard. Like the it had way more like precise platforming too. I don't know. And so much. Uh, well, one and two both had that uh, terrible lag, um, where you just there's some moments they just threw everything on the screen and you just yeah. see Mega Man just jolting along, trying to pump through it. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Are you guys ready to give your verdicts? I mean, we did give some really deep insight on these games. Yeah, struggling I, to remember. I, I wrote a few things and just kind of wanted to see if you liked it or you didn't. Okay. So I just wrote down a few hallmarks of these games. Um, sliding. Yeah, I like it. Definitely. Probably the best addition. Absolutely. Uh, Rush. Hated it. Hate the dog. Plus, if he doesn't like wipe well, I mean... It's kind of a one-two. <laughs> Just drag your ass across the floor. Oh, good to go. I I think he's a good way to basically substitute all the other tools that were in the, the second game. Yeah. Plus, you had him right away, right? In the third game? Yep. Like the jump? That's correct. Yeah. I think uh, we talked about the charge gun. I think it's awful. Mega Buster. Mm. Mega Buster. Yeah, sorry. Mega Buster. I mean, I appreciated it in the series now, but yeah, I didn't think it was like, I don't know. I guess they had to do that or they had to do like a, like alternative weapon or some kind of burst. Right. So I guess overall, I don't mind it. It's nice for farming. You need help. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah, I I just I don't know. It was an extra thing. I think my thing was like even the powers I I didn't use that often just because like even in like RPGs I always save everything and then I don't use them just cuz yeah. I'm like, oh, I might need it later. Well, and switching in the in stuff. the Mega Man series was annoying where you have to start and then yeah. go through the menu and and it just it just wasn't a good system. Not that they really could have done anything differently maybe a select maybe a select button but really i mean you're very limited yeah yeah and games that use the select button are never the best it's not a great option i just think like toxic crusader like you play that (laughs) game forever getting your butt kicked until you realize that select is like your most powerful attack man i didn't know that wow yeah it it helps a lot (laughs) still a kind of crappy game Well, I got a disappointing, disappearing block. I, it's garbage. I don't like those. Yeah, garbage. that's bullshit. It's just memorization bullshit. Yeah. When <clears> you <throat> do that in uh, in the third Mega Man in that water level, where you think you're done. Yep. Like, okay, they're not they're not bringing it back. They're just like little sections. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, you remember these? How much you hated <laughs> them? Yeah, <laughs> I'm slapping you in the face with it. 
that's the problem. Like, is it, it's fun when it's like manageable, but when it's like 18 jumps across like three screens, then that's bull crap. Yep. Yep. It's just, uh, we, didn't re- we didn't really talk about this, but like recommended orders and weaknesses. Did you guys do any of that? I didn't. I do like with that collection, you get the pamphlet that tells you the recommended routes, but I just, yeah. I didn't bother. I kind of knew who I could take down first and that's where I went. Yep. Well, I, I guess in the second game, the other, the other two, not so much. <laughs> I used it is crazy. To, there was something in the Nintendo Power that I used to follow as a kid. As an adult, I just Google it. Like, what what order do I need to go? I'm not messing around. I'm not yeah. exploring. Just tell me. Yep. Yeah, it it definitely helps a huge amount. Like, some of those bosses, it's like two hits and they're dead if you have the right weapon, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um. Some of these games had like hidden missable powers, and I'm not a fan of that. I've never found them, I guess. So didn't even know. Yeah, like energy like, tanks and stuff. I mean, like, I knew about that kind of stuff. Yeah, some of that, but like even like there's there's one level like there's a pit where you would just assume that you die if you go in it. No, there's like a grappling hook that you can use for the rest of the game. Oh, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if you didn't know it was down there, you'd miss it the whole time. You know, I hate that about some of these games, uh, especially like the Mega Man series, where if you fall down a pit, you, you either die or, uh, well, you die. <laughs> you get down to the end of uh, end of the level, and you're like, okay, do I jump down there or am I going to die? Do I have to backtrack somewhere else? Like, you don't quite know if you need to be going, like, basically killing yourself to go to the next screen. Yeah. Well, I think we should decide which one, which ones we're going to buy, rent, or burn. And I think Andy gets to make yeah. that difficult decision first. Sure. I'll, I will take number three because I do like having Rush and, you know, the, the tools available to you, like the jumping and the, the jet right away. That's a, uh, that's huge uh, advantage, I think. Um, uh, and they're pretty similar to number two. Although number three also has Top Man, which looks like you're in a weed dispensary, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, three, definitely three. And then uh, two has got to be my uh, rent. Two is probably obviously the one that you know made Mega Man great. But I think three just added just enough. And uh, my burn is going to be four. I'm just I, the charge gun. I just that was just a huge turnoff for me. Just holding that button down the whole time was just another added step that I didn't need in a game that already is pretty precise. Controversial. Nate, what about what you, guys? you think? Oh, um, this one's not too difficult for me because, I mean, again, number two is so nostalgic to me. I would consider that like one of my top 10 NES games that I love to play. So uh, two is going to be my buy, and I'm going to go right in order. Three is going to be my rent, and I never really got into four um, or four through six. So that is going to be my burn. 
that is it. Ryan, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with, with, um, uh, I would buy two just cause that's the one I like the most and I spent the most time with. I'm going to rent four. I think the mega buster and the charge is part of what mega man is. So I think, I think that's a good addition. I think like it, it has the graphical fidelity of three and then it adds that like kind of iconic move. And I don't mind it as much as you guys. I guess being a Mega Man X person, it just seemed normal. Um, and then I had the least amount of fun probably with three. So, torching that one. I mean, they're all basically the same though, right? I mean, <laughs> they're all good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even really even say. five and six are probably pretty good. You know? Yeah. It's just more of the same. That's why it was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's another buyer and burn in the books. <laughs> oh, good. I was so worried you weren't going to say that. Another buy rent burn in the books. So I've been playing a game. It's uh, it's this game called Mega Man 11. I picked it up on Switch because it's actually really cheap now, which is kind of crazy that a Mega Man game, a flagship game, maybe it's not flagship anymore. Maybe it's just like a side project thing now. I don't know. Did you get a digital or physical? uh, Physical. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's still pretty tough. Same type of thing where you're taking damage the whole level and by the time you get toward the end. It's just tough to, you know, have enough in the tank, but, uh, I don't know. I, the, the gear system is pretty cool, but at the same time, I'm not all that familiar with it to know when to use it and, you know, use the power and the slowdown, which, you know, the best spots to use it, but it's an interesting addition, I think. Yeah. I think it helped a lot. It added some variety, like boss levels and well at certain stages too, but. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. I mean, especially considering that thing came out at twenty nine bucks originally. It was a pretty nice yeah. little reboot. I mean, I don't know if I need one of those every two years, but <clears throat> you know, as a as a nice refresher to what that series was, I thought it was a pretty good, pretty good version of that. I liked the like multiple difficulty settings too, because I went right to like super baby casual, where if I fell down a pit, <laughs> I just restarted on the same screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice too. It it still has lives though. You gotta you gotta give them that. Yep. I hated that damn balloon level. I'm just telling saying it right now. It was awful. Oh, I didn't play that one yet. Ugh. You'll get there. Give it time. It's terrible. <laughs> it's just visually obnoxious, and then playing it's horrendous too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just have to remember to save my game. Right. How much did you get it for then? I'm just curious. Uh, it was like nine bucks. Really? Like yeah. Wow. What did it used to go for? What did I buy it for? 29. 30? Yeah. 29 it came out at. Or 30. Okay. I didn't realize that. I thought it was more like 50, but. No, it's kind of like a budget price right from the get go, which I think they could have gone for 40. I mean, it would have been worth it at that even. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for sub $10, you can't beat that. And you got a complete and everything? Uh, no, just a cart. Okay. Well, that's still worth it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice. Other than that, I'm waiting for uh, Last of Us 2 to show up. And since I bought that through GameStop, they decided, oh, it's a new release. Let's send it the slowest mail possible. Nice. Yeah. So now you have to like not watch the internet to like get spoilers inadvertently? Pretty much. Like I feel like as days go by, people are just like, oh, it's been like a week now. I can leak out this part, you know, and it's like, well, come on. Yeah, I heard like the um, review embargo is like crazy on that where <clears throat> media is not even allowed to talk about like large sections in the middle of that game, which is kind of nuts, even after yeah. it's released. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder after released how is embargo even possible, you know? Right, because it's in the public domain at that point. Like how do you yeah. hold media accountable but not, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. Seems to be a very polarizing game, though. So you'll have to let us know what you think yeah. of it. Yeah, I've managed to stay pretty much out of it, and uh, but I've noticed that part where like user scores are pretty much bombing it, and critics are loving it, kind of. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate that they did that to you. That's some bullcrap. If you can't at least <laughs> yeah. get it within three days, you probably shouldn't be selling people a new release. Yeah, it's probably just all I they can afford. They're like, oh, like we can't afford any more postage. This is the best <laughs> we can do. We're circling the drain. Yeah, well they've they've been having such great sales over there that it's just impossible not to spend some money there almost every day. So I find it easy. I, I just pretend they don't <laughs> exist, and I've pretended they haven't existed for many years now. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. buy stuff very occasionally, but it's almost like only when I'm out of game hunting with you guys, is because I feel like it's the only time I set foot in those stores. Is it true? Yeah, yeah, that's the same yeah. for me. I avoid that place. Don't go online or any of that. I do think it's funny though that you know how many times did they uh, push the release of this, and how many years have people been waiting, and then they're like, "Yeah, fifteen days. You can you can do it. <laughs> What's fifteen exactly. more days?" Yeah. Well, I the deal was like if you bought a new game, you got another game fifty percent off pre owned. Oh. So I bought okay. Last of Us and then I just I think I got Luigi's Mansion three. Oh nice half off. So we've been playing that too. The kids have. And uh so we got that like two days, three days afterwards, but no, the new game we gotta keep that. We gotta send that slow. <laughs> uh that's awesome. The kids are liking it though, they're playing the co op with Gooigi. I, we're about an hour in. Do you get that right away or do you have to? You have to unlock Gooigi. Okay. And then, you, yeah, it's about, I would say it's about 90 minutes to get to two player, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're slightly be below that. Yeah. That, 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 that's a big achievement. I wish it would have come a little faster because, yeah, I sat there with my son and he just couldn't do anything for a while. He had, I had to watch him play. Yeah. That's weird. Make a two-player game, but lock it for an hour and a half? Yeah. Huh. It's bizarre. Yeah, I couldn't play it with my son. That that was, um, you know, you guys were talking that it was two players, and so I was excited. I sat down and started playing it, and then he he wasn't playing the patient game. He's like, nope, not, not going to wait for mm -hmm. you. So you either give me the controller or I run away. So <laughs> he ran away. You lost him. I lost him. I lost him to Luigi's Mansion. 
<laughs> Tragic. Yes. So I haven't played anything like new, I guess, since the last time we recorded, but I did <clears throat> manage to go on vacation. Um, and I know what you're thinking. It's COVID, what are you doing going on vacation? Well, I went to Montana, which is probably like the least COVID-y state that there is right now. Uh, so that was good. So we went out with my family and did a bunch of hiking in the mountains. And then I also found this killer Airbnb, uh, which is kind of what spurred us to go because Airbnbs, understandably, uh, are pretty dang affordable right now. And uh, we found this property uh, in the middle of Montana that was an old converted warehouse that somebody turned into their home and they left half of it just as a massive, massive game room. <clears throat> so it had full kitchen, bathroom, everything. And then he had it uh, custom painted by local artists, all graffiti, uh, Mario, landscapes, an awesome Samus, um, piranha plants on the walls. Uh, just, it was great. And then he had a pool table in there. He had an air hockey table, a foosball table, had two arcades. One was a light gun. One was a MAME arcade just full of, a, I don't know, a thousand ROMs. N64, 360, uh, SNES, and NES Classic, plus a PlayStation 4, tons of games, <clears throat> board games up and down, <clears throat> and then a big movie collection. So it was basically just this awesome place to hang out as a family and chill. Oh, and then a crane game, of course, which was the only <laughs> thing that was not on free play. And if you're yeah. a parent, <laughs> you know that uh, crane games are like crack to children. Uh, so I probably spent like $40 on this crane game, which... <laughs> I think it's genius because this guy didn't load it with like uh, new merch, right? It was, I don't know what it is with kids, but if you have little kids, you somehow like stuffed animals just work their way into your home. Like you go outside and somebody <laughs> gives them to you. You go to garage sales. They don't ask kids to pay for them. They like literally hand you buckets of these things. <clears throat> and this guy had the best plan possible. Start an Airbnb and throw all that crap into a machine. So he's not paying for his inventory and he's raking in our money, <laughs> uh, which I thought was smart. And my kids played that a lot. Um, yeah, it was cool. And then we just, we loved it. It was like, uh, you know, being a warehouse too that was converted. He had a big garage door on the back end. So we could open that up and hang out in there and like have a view over the mountains. It was, it was sweet. Played so much Snow Brothers on that multi-cade. Like that was pretty much the game of the trip. I think we beat Snow Brothers three, four times. Wow. So good. Played Smash Brothers. I introduced my kids to... Um, the original Smash Brothers. We all agree that that is the Ooh. worst Smash Brothers. <laughs> and they also complained the entire time about how god-awful the N64 controllers are. So very proud of my children. I've raised them right. Um, it was good. And then the, the, yeah. only, the, only di the only thing I did not like out of this trip is my son found Fortnite. Um, he somehow decided that he wanted to play Fortnite. Found it on the I PS4 I there. <laughs> And yeah, he spent every night playing Fortnite until we rusted the controller away from him. So, a little sad. A little uh, sad on that one. Welcome to the yeah. dark side, child. <laughs> Sounds like you lost your child, too. <laughs> Actually, Ryan, when you told me that today, what did I say? <laughs> He's like, yeah, have him add me to his friends list. I need someone to play with. And I was like, I think that's your sign <laughs> that you shouldn't be playing Fortnite if you can't find can't someone to play with. can't get anybody to play with me. Well, he plays on my profile on the Nintendo Switch because <clears throat> he's got a youth account, so he's locked out if he tries to drown on his. So if you really want to play, then he'll be under my name. 
just I yesterday or last night I, I just sat in the lobby hoping that someone would log on to play with me. <laughs> I, I was texting Ryan, I was like, uh you want to play? And not a chance is what I got multiple times, but I'm trying to wear them down. <laughs> yeah, you waited like an hour. I'm like, how about now? I'm like, no, I'm still good. Still good. No. no and then today I was like, how about uh, how about for lunch? You want to play some Fortnite for lunch? And shot down again. Yep. Yep. I had to spend my lunch watching my new favorite thing. I was like, nope, I'm going to watch Hypa Hypa on loop. So I don't know if you've, have you seen this, Andy? I have not. Okay. So I'm going to tell you and everyone listening to this podcast about the greatest video on the internet currently, maybe of all time, as far as music videos go. I don't know how this hit my feed. It was like in the recommended for something. Maybe it was like trending, but there is apparently a German band called Eskimo Callboy, <laughs> and they have a new song called Hypa Hypa, H-Y-P-A, twice. And uh, it is the greatest, greatest thing I've ever seen. Um just do yourself a favor and go watch it. It's three minutes of your life, which will turn okay. into hours because you're going to watch it on loop like I have. <laughs> you start out laughing at it, and then you realize you like it, and you're still laughing at it. But yeah, it's it's my new obsession, probably the greatest thing ever of 2020 at least. Oh, great. Yeah, highly well, recommend. It's a pretty low bar, but that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm appreciating it so much. <laughs> the standards are gone. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Yes. Eskimo Callboy. It's it's good stuff. I don't know what an Eskimo Callboy is, but... Mm. I'll have to tell you off the podcast. I'll oh. tell you now. So your Airbnb. Yes. It, it looked like it was by trains? Yes. Yep. Yep, it was a he, train warehouse. So yeah, it was right in a rail yard industrial area. Was it pretty loud or were they pretty slow going through? No, there? they warn like multiple times in the listing that <clears throat> it's by trains, trains come by 24/7 like super loud, but honestly, I didn't really notice it after a while. Um and they weren't even that loud to begin with. It was kind of nice because literally that warehouse is butted maybe like 40 feet up from like rail yard property. So there's no neighbors, nobody in the back. It was, it was legit. You weren't worried about your local kids artist. taking off running? No, we, they were too distracted with video games. I mean, if I lived there, cause he, <laughs> they, so these people live in the whole property and then there's a dividing wall. So they're still like living in the other half while you're there. They're oh, very, wow. okay. they're very nice. Like we didn't hear them at all. And they were said, hello, if we ran into each other, but, I would be worried if I were them because they had kids that were probably a year or two younger than mine, and that would make me nervous, but I don't know. Yeah. It seemed okay. It was really cool because it was like in this – so it was in Bozeman, Montana, which is a beautiful town, but it's like um, you know, kind of like a hipster-y town, and people are trying to revitalize it. So it was in like this old industrial area, forgotten part of town, and you could tell that people were coming back in, buying properties, fixing them back up. So literally – Within a block and a half of walking out the front door of this place, there were two or three mom and pop restaurants, like sandwich and breakfast places, like a food truck area, um, a couple breweries. The one brewery had really good food. Um, so it was it was actually awesome. It was like a really cool vibe. That's pretty cool. Four to yes. six CBD stores. <laughs> Four to six what? CBD stores. 
Oh, yeah. I did see several signs across Bozeman that they had CBD products and free samples. Oh, they do. So, yeah. I don't know. Everyone's super friendly in that town. Maybe it's because they're all stoned or maybe it's because we're just more chill. <laughs> but we had a really good time. Like I said, we spent we spent mornings out hiking trails and stuff and then afternoons just kind of chilling at the at the pad. So it was good. I highly recommend if, if you're super into gaming – and uh, outdoors and find yourself in that area. Really good spot. Yeah. There's also a giant looking. climbing rock. Uh, for some reason, they called it a climbing rock. And I think you're supposed to like practice your like rock climbing finger holds on it. And it's maybe like 15 feet tall. And we tried to spend the whole week getting my son the courage to like get on top of that thing. Just couldn't do it. He got to the top like a million times and like would check it out. And I tried to help him one time. I'm like, dude, I'm right here. I'm right behind you. You can lean on me. And then he had a complete meltdown when like three other people were standing right there, and it was like I was murdering him. It was <laughs> it was lovely. And then my wife got pissed. I'm like, I'm just trying to help. And she's like, That's all you. I'm like, Okay, I'm sorry. It was, it was wonderful. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. Oh, well, and there's also like this interesting thing I've noticed in Montana is. Um, I'm not sure how this works, if people are paid to come around and pick this up later, but apparently, like, if you hike on a trail in Montana, you must bring your dog. I'm just joking. People just always have a dog. But then there's always, like, the turd bags, because you should bag up your dog's shit. Well, in Montana, people do that on these mountain trails, and then they just bag it and lay it on the side of the trail, which I fail to see how that's better than just leaving poop out to just biodegrade, like... <laughs> it's worse, right? I'm not yeah. thinking of this backwards. It seems awful. So, like, I'm walking on all these trails, and I bet I saw, like, 50 bagged dog turds in, like, these blue bags. Like, what's the point? I don't know. Yeah, I just, need to start a business where I just work with the state of Montana, and I go and just grab turd bags, and I get, like, a nickel a bag or something. I'd be rich. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. It's my calling. I did read that COVID is creating an entrepreneurial um, spirit. So you saw a need and now you're going to fulfill that need. Yes. The other need in Montana is like clearing carcasses off the road. Like I saw like a deer splattered into like 50 pieces about every mile and a half on that interstate. It's a real problem. You could just call it Ryan's crap picking up because you don't have to define crap. Yeah, yeah. No, no, let's call it Ryan's guts and butts, and that's, <laughs> that's what we'll do. I'll just... Guts and butts. Yeah. I'll hone off carcasses and turds. I'll work life. on a logo. I like it. I'm just going to tattoo that on my chest right now. You know, it seems like I'm committed to this idea. <laughs> Are you open a franchise? <laughs> can bring it statewide all over. <laughs> Would you mix them together? Guts and butts. I mean, am I going to turn them into like some sort of like product that I can then sell back because it's like eco-friendly? Maybe. Yeah. Mm. It's like, like I, I turn it, it into fish food that is then I sell back to the fisheries to feed the trout. Yes. Yes. I like this. This is a great idea. It's a lot of, it's a lot of plastic bags to open of shit but oh no you just grind that up real fine the fish have no problem with that i think i read that like uh, plastic in the ocean is great for the fish so i think we'll just go with this um because it's natural water so it's even better 
You like fresh water, oh not my salt. <laughs> I like it. Uh huh. I'm I'm a thinker. Uh, I will say, like, it was also very refreshing to be somewhere where life was mostly normal and a lot of stuff was not shut down and people were wearing masks in like grocery stores. But for the most part is the first time I felt like I was living my normal life in many, many months. Uh, well that did just the fact that I was outside of my house, but yeah, it was, you know, you talk to locals most of them were not at all concerned. It was, that was the best part. Probably felt really good. They didn't like run you out of town as soon as they knew that you were f- from out of town, though. No, no, they're super friendly, and like I made a point to ask people when we got to town, like the locals that I was asking, like, "Oh, what's what should I be doing?" And like, is stuff restricted? Should I have my mask on? And most of them were like, "No, it's pretty chill. Like, we just wear it when we go to the grocery stores. Like, like cool." So that's what we did. It was it was a good. You wear masks while picking up shit. <laughs> um, boy, you know you probably should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's for different purposes, though. Just to yeah. <laughs> try to reduce the smell or splatter. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yep. Because when you're dealing with guts and butts, mm. it's a one-two punch. All the glorious uh, retro stores that we went to and pawn shops though in bozeman that have been good for us in the past we're all belly up I, i'm sad to report mm. snow day games is gone that weird thrift store whatever pawn across the street was closed it was man pretty much nothing and then i in helena i went to three pawn shops and those were more picked over and more sad than anything i've seen even locally so wow that's really it, sad i think it just sucks everywhere yeah. Well, I think especially games at pawn shops, I guess, got hit really hard over this because pawn shops were allowed to stay open. Oh, sure. Essential business. They, yeah, they were a financial institution, apparently. You know, <laughs> but uh, at one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, exactly. It's essential interest rate. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was one of the few, pretty much the only place that you could go somewhere and buy used games. So. Makes sense. Yeah. The ones I've talked to anyway, it was just like, it was nuts for them selling games. I haven't stepped foot into anything. Um, I'm still, still really haven't, you know, done any video game hunting. I haven't done any garage sales. I know there have been a few people out. I'm just, I don't know. I think I kind of reversed my feeling where I'm like, all right, it's, I'm going to stay away. More people are out and about. Um, you know, like Ryan said probably not too long ago, a couple podcasts ago, when the flea market opened up, it was just jam-packed with people. And, um, yeah, I'm just not quite quite ready for that adventure. No. It's not the mask-wearing type of crowd either. <laughs> no. No, it is the sneeze on you. sort of crowd though yeah my kind of peeps i might go to the closer though 
I might monster up the courage to go to the closer for the flea market. Yeah. Are you we'll going to wear a body condom? <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to those green man suits from sunny in Philadelphia and walk around in that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> green man. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, Nate, other than not going anywhere? Nowhere? Uh, not going anywhere. Fortnite? Growing a baby? Stuff like yeah. that. I mean, are you really growing the baby? Well, I mean, it's it, it's a shared process, but I don't share as much. I think the sharing part ended a while mm. ago for you. You're <laughs> right. Yeah, do you think she, you're right. Does she feel that same way? <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> you did this to me. No, uh, baby, baby is happening. Um, I don't know. It's just been weird. I really haven't been able to focus. A lot of weird baby complications that we've been dealing with, and so I've just kind of been managing life at this point um yeah i've been playing fortnite i've been trying to jump into some other games on um game pass and and stuff like that i just have not i don't know i get through like the initial tutorial and i don't know i guess my gaming has been kind of kind of flat lately where i just i'm not feeling it not super excited about a whole lot uh i feel like i got other things on my plate right now but trying to get trying to get back into some things i guess i mean i got hundreds of games sitting on my wall that probably could use some attention yeah well it's hard to find time yeah especially when it's nice out i always laughed at ryan when he would say that uh he did his least amount of gaming in the summer and I was like, Oh, that's the time to chill and, and do it. But now I think I've kind of adopted his way where I just, uh, out and about, or if you're Canadian out in a boot. <laughs> yeah. Happy, especially this happy year. Canada like, Day. Yeah. Happy Canada day, everybody. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like, especially like this summer where we've all been like kind of stuck in our homes now that it's decent out kind of the last thing I want to do is be in front of a screen because I sit in my home in front of a screen to work and then I just kind of don't want to do it anymore. It's different yeah. when you go to the office, I think. I don't know why that makes a difference, but sitting in front of a computer in the office seems different than being holed up in my house and doing it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and my gaming PC died, so... I haven't gotten a game much because of that, which was weird. It was right after Andy and I recorded the last podcast. I went back the next day to boot it up because my son was begging to play Minecraft Dungeons and dead. Super, super excited about that. Which is a new computer. Yeah, five-month-old HP Omen. And so that was right before I went on vacation. I was like, well, I can't do anything with this now. So got back week later called the geek squad i figured i'd I'd go through them since i got it at best buy and yeah they're two weeks out because of covid so now my son is super depressed about his minecraft dungeons which <laughs> i guess i can see that i think i can download it on Xbox he can't play one. that on on the council he he can yeah so i'll have to download it for him but oh. yeah as a result i'm now in a closet well, laundry room with Nate recording on another one of his yeah, computers. You are. So <laughs> it's kind of an unconventional setup right now, but it's working. It's weird. You're you're like the first person that's been in my house since quarantine, really. 
Yeah, we so, might as well just make out now. I mean, well, who says we haven't already? That's true. You guys can't see us in the laundry room. <laughs> I'm wearing my lingerie. What happens in the laundry room stays uh, in the laundry room. That's right. I got a sewing machine in here. If you're ready, just to fix some some crap. Got my camera stuff. You want to take some pictures? Could get could get crazy in here. Crazy. I've just honestly been trying to fart this whole time, and sadly I can't. I really I oh, wanted man, to gas you out. I really hope you don't. You know I'm going to throw up on the podcast. Uh, that was my goal, but sadly I just can't make it happen. I'm pretty sure it's it's never been captured on uh, on the podcast. There would be a good chance of me gagging. You're not going to be able to cut that stuff out. Yeah, I should just get a clip of that and throw it on our Twitter, yeah, Twitter or something. Nate's reaction to my gas is just probably yeah. the fun. It's it's priceless. If I was a doctor, I would suggest some some plumbing fixing things. I don't know. I feel like your hoses are all messed up. Yeah, that's my doctor lingo. Hoses. Something's definitely not right. I will say, since I started eating better at home on COVID, it hasn't been as much of an issue, but. Uh, the the underlying problem is simply that I'm as a human being lactose intolerant and I choose to drink milk, eat cheese and uh, just not care. And I, I think that's probably still, the root cause. I can never get over that. You know, when we talk about our Sioux Falls trip, that one that cracks me up. The first, literally the first time that I really spent much time with you guys going to Sioux Falls on a half off sale. And you tell me that. You're lactose intolerant. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we're at Qdoba. And you're like, yeah, extra cheese on that burrito. And there's already a queso burrito. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) You're not not lactose intolerant. He's like, no, for real, I am. I don't believe you. (laughs) Well, it it took, what, a couple hours for that to stir stir the pot a little bit. And uh, we, we definitely, I found out very quickly that. It's no joke. His plumbing is very serious. <laughs> I, that was the worst three hours of my life, driving back and just holding in my vomit. It's good stuff. I don't know. There's just something about a fart. It's a timeless gag, I'm telling you. Whether you're six or 60, it's still funny. Not for Nate, but for everyone else. No, I, I, I take it very serious, everyone, so... If we ever meet in public, do not fart around me. I'll be pissed. Or do. And just enjoy the uh, aftermath. Because I'm telling y'all, it's worth it. Yeah, six feet's not going to help that one. No. Oh, no. No, it could be... <laughs> I could walk in your room like a day later. And I'd be like, oof, somebody was throwing some smears down. <laughs> yeah, my wife always gets pissed because she'll like... Sometimes you know I'll have gamed all night, and you plop down on the couch cushion the next day, and it just wafts up that stale fart smell. <laughs> Those are the worst. They've aged a little bit. You don't see it coming. Oh my gosh! How did we go down this rabbit hole, guys? I just don't we're know. strictly talking about Ryan's poop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, how. I don't know what led us to that, but it's great. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> Well, if, if you want something else that'll make you feel sick, uh, the mixer, that mixer sale that uh, Microsoft sold the mixer platform to Facebook Gaming 
and uh, Ninja and some of the other streamers that they offered those exclusivity deals to got paid in full and get to walk. And that guy apparently reportedly made $30 million. And he was only signed to them for like nine months. That's Man. amazing. I can't believe it. I mean, it is sickening, but that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Just a crap ton of money. Yeah. But, but they draw. I mean, they draw so much. I think even uh, Cypher PK is kind of tied up with him. Somehow these Fortnite guys and uh, I watched just a brief video. I think I was scrolling through YouTube and um, he was like, well, help me get to 4.2 million today. And the video was up at like, um, like four hours ago or six hours ago. And he was at almost 5 million uh, subscribers. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, these guys, these kids are just subbing to these guys and. They have a following, that's for sure. Wow. That's yeah, that's crazy. I think he never did like get the following back though after he left Twitch. I, I mean, I, I don't think he was doing what he did on that that platform, which yeah. is probably why, you know, Microsoft knew that they weren't making enough headway. Yeah. Well, yeah, once the the customer decides that they like the platform better than the their streamers. Yep. That's that's kind of a rough deal for your product then. Yeah. Well, speaking of rough but, deal for your product. Well, I'm curious where this is going. <laughs> yeah, you want a rough deal for your product. Um <laughs> let's let's just quickly talk about Amazon. I think uh two or three podcasts ago we were talking about Amazon coming out with their own um uh game develop what right game developers something like that and uh they had some big title that they were talking about that they were all excited about and it released and they quickly found out it wasn't as great as they thought and they decided to take it back and do some reworking um so exactly what we thought was going to happen happened to to that they built the hype themselves and crashed and burned. That's back in the closed beta now, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's not surprising. I guess ever since the news broke that I, that game was coming out, I feel like I've heard nothing. Yeah. Well, the the last I heard, like there was somebody that showed the stats, and there was like 114 people playing it, and it's like that's, <laughs> that's, that's not good. Bad. Yeah, that that's hurts. Bad. I think these these people are struggling. You know, Amazon and. And Stadia and all of those things. It's just, I mean, you guys know the video game market is, it's tough to crack. And if, if you're not the the big trio and, and all of that stuff, you're just not really going to have a lot of, a lot of influence for the most part. So, yeah. And you got to just be the right name too. I mean, you look at right. those, like Facebook, they're trying to get into it. And Ninja is like, nope, you know, he, he walked away from money from Facebook. Yeah. Just because he didn't, you know, he was at least smart enough to know that Facebook is not his probably target audience. So, right, and there's only so many of those those types of games uh like, you know, a storm or circle closing in, uh those battle royale games. I mean, there's so many of them and 
I think people are getting less and less interested in that format. Well, I mean, I guess that's my opinion, but um, yeah, if you're not playing Warzone or or Fortnite, well, even then, I think they're getting less popular. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think you're only gonna have one or you're really only gonna have room for one or two games like that that are gonna occupy your time seriously. So mm-hmm. people are just gonna push everything else off. I even saw there's a Minecraft mod for that. Oh my gosh. Nice. Nice. Your son would love this, Ryan. Yeah. I'm going to have to try and get him into Diablo. I can't wait to play Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, I mean, I watched him kill a person. It was a bot for sure, but he did it. He runs most of that level without a gun, so I'm just telling you right now, he's probably not going to help you too much. He just breaks stuff. Doesn't really pick anything up. Our buddy Mike recently downloaded Fortnite because I convinced him that it's it's great. Uh, he quickly disagreed with me. Yeah, that shouldn't um, take long. And he's like, he, he sent me a screenshot of getting first place, his very first match. He's like, look at how good I am. It's like, you played against all bots. It was all 99 bots. And um, it really crushed his spirit very, very quickly. Oh, man. So do they set that up? To, to it's like skill basically based. make yeah, you okay yeah like the the people that i was the bots that i was watching my son play against were literally just kind of like standing right behind him and shooting and missing uh, like it was pretty pitiful and he still but almost it's, died it's, it's mostly to make you seem like you have a lot of success right away right i mean it, well they try it, to right? balance yeah they try to balance that like reward thing right like it's the same thing with like a slot machine. If it pays out consistently, you're gonna keep going, right? Back yep. to the well. Yep. And then you become a junkie like me. I don't know why. <laughs> you gotta I don't know. I need you to break the cycle. You gotta just get, get away from help. that. You should download Seven Days to Die on your PC and I'll get mine fixed and that new Alpha nineteen comes out and looks like My amazing. PC can't handle that. Yes, I can. I ran it on like my crappy laptop. Six-year-old laptop. You'll be fine. Is it a zombie game? It's an open-world zombie survival game and crafting game. No, it's great. It's like Minecraft with zombies. Is it kind of like World War Z? No, World War Z sucks. Because that's terrifying. Yeah, that's more like a bad Left 4 Dead. Okay. Yeah, this is more subdued. I'm tired of being a grown-up and going to bed scared. I uh I used to consume so much like I was really into zombies. This was even before like the whole um well before the Walking Dead craze and all this. This is back in college and I was just super into zombie movies and horror movies and stuff and I would just wake up in my bed in college just in a cold sweat cuz I'd have the same recurring dream where it was like me so picture like a a shallow bridge over a river you know, and the sunsets in the background, and then it would be me coming into frame like I was watching it in a movie, just running and panting. And then, like, <laughs> as I would approach, like, myself towards the lens, then this horde of zombies would, like, creep up behind me. And I had that dream probably for two weeks straight. And at that point, I just had to cut it off. Like, I just could not sustain my zombie addiction <laughs> anymore. It was just terrifying. I couldn't, couldn't sleep. It was awful. My a grown gosh. man. Afraid of zombies in his dreams. Sure <laughs> the situations just that. like that in zombie games. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There probably are, and movies. It's probably, yeah. yeah. Can I bring up an old subject? Sure. Something that I could never, I couldn't. I was so disappointed I could not add my two cents into this discussion a long time ago. This is nothing new, everyone. So relax. I finally watched Ready Player One. It sucks. And I loved it. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. crazy. I loved that movie. I thought it was glorious. You, th- you thought it sucked? I, I still think it that. sucks. Yeah, I don't I remember not like that, that conversation. Movie. I thought you liked it. No. I No. Well, it's, you suck. It's I meh. think it's great. Okay. I mean, there are people... Sorry, I didn't mean to get feisty. There are people that love it. I just, I'm sorry. I thought it was a little not great. What was your number one reason you hated it? None of the main characters were convincing or good in their roles. The story was very like meh in Hollywood. Also, I asked for one reason. N- right? Not really explained that well. Just one reason. There's a lot of CG that tends not to age well. I don't Dang know. it. I was like, I finally watched. I got something to talk about with you guys. Hey, hey I, I liked it for the most part. Thanks, Andy. It, it kind of falls apart at the end where they're in like the van and all that. But Yeah. Down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I love all the video game references and all the characters that they show, Battletoads and Halo and all of that stuff. And I, I, really, I really was a fan of it. I'm trying to determine if I should watch let my son watch it or not. There's some language in there. I can't determine yeah, it'll be fine. his threshold. He's playing Fortnite with his friends. He hears bad stuff. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm not has, saying has it's he a seen Iron Giant movie. before. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't think it was memorable for me. I was finally free on Hulu. So I was like, now's the time oh. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And nice. I was happy. I did. I watched it twice. Did, uh, Speaking of watches stuff, did anybody else watch Space Force? No. No. Okay, so that's been getting kind of panned. I wouldn't say it's great, but I enjoyed it. It's kind of like The Office meets Police Academy. You know, um, Steve Carell very much is still just Michael Scott in a different position. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of, if, if you dig that... Um, the first episode is really not good, um, so be be warned of that. But as you get into a little more, the the jokes are better, um, and the situations are pretty ridiculous. So I would say it's worth a watch. I mean, it's only nine episodes, but certainly not a blockbuster. But hopefully, it gets a few more episodes. Huh. They do some pretty funny stuff with like chimstronauts and dogstronauts that I enjoyed very much. More very <laughs> stupid. What is that on right now? Netflix? Uh, Netflix, yep. It's yeah, new. Yeah, I don't have the Netflix. Oh, you don't have the flicks. I canceled it. I tried to cancel it. My wife won't let me. I think it's way too much money compared to other services. Just Hulu is all I got. Huh. Which is funny because you look at cable and you just laugh then. <laughs> what they're charging. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. Are there... You know, I, I haven't looked at cable in forever, but are the prices coming down at all or are they just continuing to rise? They're still not competitive. Yeah. If anything, they're bringing. <clears throat> so, like, didn't YouTube TV jumped fifteen bucks now? Oof. It might have. So, like, all these, you know, media companies are killing off those mid-grade ones. So all that's left is cable for all those channels, and I don't think that's going to work for them. No. no, I know Hulu Live seems to be picking up. I really like Philo or Philo. 
think for twenty dollars a month, that's a great alternative if you're not a big live TV person. Huh. Um, a sling, I think, has gotten more expensive because, like you said, they're you know they're squeezing some of those networks. But I don't know. You definitely don't need cable anymore. There's no reason to. But for the amount of, I mean, there's some people that are purchasing every single streaming service out there and the prices exceeded cable, you know, with, yeah. um, you got your Hulu live that is 50 bucks and then you got, um, yeah, your Netflix, what is that? 15 bucks. And I mean, you could easily have $125 in streaming service and yeah. then your internet on top of that. A lot of people don't count that, but you got to count that. Yeah. Well, you'd have that anyway though, right? Maybe. Most people, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of them, but like even my combination only comes out to like fifty dollars a month because I've got Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Technically, I have ESPN Plus. I'll never log into that, and I've got Philo. Um, but even that still is less than basic cable by yeah a good margin. But I'm also like you know again speaking of internet is. You know, I had to switch to somebody that didn't have a data cap. So if my my one provider in town who doesn't have a data cap switches, like I'm screwed because I use several hundred gigs a month, especially if I'm downloading games. It's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't seem sustainable. Yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, they just the government just needs to get their crap together and make the internet a utility because it is. Oh yeah, and I I would rather shit in the woods than lose internet. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ryan will come yeah. back and pick it up for you. <laughs> I mean, you really do have to have it. You know, that's the thing is like you cannot really function in life without it anymore. So they'll never do it though. You know, those corporations. I mean, they can't. You can't squash an entire industry yeah. and pay a fraction of the price. No, but it should happen. Someday, maybe. Maybe. I mean, the maybe world's going to explode by... in like 20 years. <laughs> the people that make decisions actually use the internet, maybe? Well, our person who makes decisions just got banned from the internet. So That's true. Twitch. <laughs> uh, Heard Facebook gaming's on his trail. <laughs> yeah, I like that somebody <laughs> had the balls to just say, no, we're, we're good. Yeah. If only Twitter would. I think they will, right at the end. Right at the end of his campaign? Yeah. For sure, after the campaign. Quiet him down. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be some interesting tweets coming this fall. Yeah. Yep. What uh, was he gaming anyway? What was he doing on Twitter? So, I guess on Twitch they were just replaying rallies and stuff. And huh. then the Twitch banned it because they said it was racist content. Like apparently he was part of his speech where he was talking about like illegal Mexicans jumping the wall and like, yeah, I mean, not great huh. stuff. I mean, yeah. unsurprising, but so, yeah, I mean, him and Dr. Disrespect, they're in trouble. Yeah. Is he banned permanently He's, per- he's perma-banned, yeah. And they still haven't made a statement as to why. I don't know if we'll ever get one. Huh. That sucks for him because, like, I think he was pretty big still and probably made most or all of his money doing that. Wow. So that's that's a bummer. Hmm. I wonder if it was 
well, this last week has been the Me Too stuff. <laughs> yeah, sexual yeah. harassment stuff. Got to wonder if that was some of it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think like I listened to four podcasts this week where it was just like people apologizing for having associations with certain people that were getting called out in Me Too oh, stuff. Man. It was just kind of rough. I'm like, holy crap. I'm glad I stayed away from the news. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing with all that, though, too, is like I feel like some of those publications, I don't know that you have to stand up and apologize. I mean, if you didn't know about it and you weren't hiding anything, like, I don't know. You could be friends with yeah. a serial killer. You shouldn't have to apologize if you didn't know and then he murders somebody. Right, exactly. I mean, it's scary for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of nuts. Like it, that made like big news too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then in some not as disgusting news, I guess that last tidbit that kind of came out this week was the dude who's been leading Game Informer for 29 years now is, is gone. He's leaving. He's going to stay in the industry, but not in the games journalism. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy. I think someone pointed out that. He spent as long, like in terms of how much time he spent on Game Informer, it would literally span Micro Machines from the NES to uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Jeez. That's a huge milestone. Wow. Which I'm sure he saw the writing on the wall. And if you're the guy leading Game Informer, the last couple of years probably have not been fun with layoffs and, you know, being the face of bad decisions by your owner you know, you're owning company of GameStop and that, no, that's yeah. never fun. It's never fun to have to fire somebody because you're told you need to be because of budget it sucks. Right. Especially when you're like not the business, you know, right. That's, that's gotta be so weird. Like you're just a feature to their business. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of yeah. wonder how much, I mean, I hope that survives after GameStop goes under. Like I I hope they can keep that going and find a way to make that, even if it's like a Patreon thing and it's a shell of its former self. Like maybe they could keep it alive and build it into something, but who knows like ownership rights and stuff on that. Yeah. I switched mine to digital and I've never looked at it again. So really? (laughs) Yeah. I, I guess I, I don't know that I ever had more than a year subscription to that thing. And, that was many, many, many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they do good stuff, but what do you do? What do you do? I think what we should do is wrap up this wild podcast because we've been all over the place now. We really have. It's been a wet and wild one. Ooh. I don't know why I use those words, but... <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone, and going down the rabbit holes with us. We really appreciate it. It was a wet and wild weekend rental podcast. That was fun to say. Um, Yeah, we appreciate you and uh, listening and sticking with us. Make sure that uh, you send us some emails. We haven't gotten any emails, have we? Um, I mean, we've had some nice offers to do product placement on some Chinese things and stuff. So we're we're working on some business deals right now, right? Correct. 
Perfect. Always. All right. So if you have any business deals that you want to send us, questions, or maybe what you think of Mega Man 2, 3, and 4, and maybe you completely disagree with us on that buy, rent, burn, you can send that email to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media, on Twitter, YouTube, all of those things. You can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com. And as always, friends, be kind, rewind. Banana Man. Eskimo Cowboy. (laughs) Bananas. Bunches of bananas. Chiquita bananas. Ooh.